welcome back to another topic with questions with queens. So I'm your host, Nay, and these are my beautiful co-hosts. I'm Aisha. And I'm Brianna or B. Yes, yes, yes. So those, you know, we are questions with queens. And thank you, thank you for coming back and, you know, tuning in to see what we got going on tonight. So um, don't forget to follow us on all of our social media platforms. We are on IG, Facebook, YouTube, Google Podcasts, under Questions with Queens. You can also find us on Twitter under QWQ Podcast. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe at the end. Okay? Y'all looking cute, queens. Oh, girl, you looking cute, too. I'm about to comment on that hair. I'm loving it. Okay? You know, I got to give them, you know, I got to give them extra-ness, you know? Extra, what okay? you What you want? What you want? Each week is somebody different, you know? <laughs> I love it. I love come it. Come on, pearls. <laughs> oh, come on, pearls. Accessories. I'm all for it. All right, so tonight's topic is drum roll please <laughs> that was that was a good drum roll i kind of like that i like that so why marriages aren't lasting as long as our grandparents mm. and the topic was actually from one of our viewers yes, yes it was you, shout viewer. out to our viewer for the topic thank you thank you when and you ask and we um, deliver yes so Let's jump right into that. Let me see what you guys say, B. What you got for us? Um, so for that question, I just think marriages today in like 2020 are not being valued and sacred like they used to be. And I think we have a lot of different um, aspects that affect um, us and how we you know, react to each other and stuff like that, like Instagram, everything's just like fast, quick, and trendy today. So I just think that, you know, the same type of idea is not the same as back then when our grandparents in the 50s, 60s, 70s, no matter how young you might be. Um, but yeah, back then, I think it was different. And they had to kind of be married in order to get like certain financial um, things and stuff like that. And, you know, for their children and stuff like that. Nowadays, it's two different households. You have, you know, step-parents doing their thing and stuff like that. So it's just it's just a different environment, different mindset today, I think. Um, I definitely agree with that. My um, I agree with that. Um, I think I have some of the similar things written down. I think that um, marriage don't work these days or is leading more towards divorce because a lot of people aren't really willing to put in the work anymore. So it's just like, like B said, we have access to people that we wouldn't have had access to back in the day. Like before you just, it wasn't no internet. It wasn't no dating sites. It wasn't no Instagram. People weren't out there as much. It wasn't accessible, accessible as much. So you, you had to work on your marriage. You had to, you know, deal with the problems head on now people just like i don't gotta deal with that i have to just go talk to whoever or whatever like they don't want to put in the work no more and people get so caught up on that um because you guys are over the honeymoon phase now it's not fun no more so now you're looking for the honeymoon phase in each next person and it's not always going to be like that like that phase has to end at one point Mm -hmm. um i also think marriage isn't lasting because people don't have no respect for marriage like 
I, people try to talk to me all the time and I'd be like, oh no, I'm married. Oh, can you have friends? Like, you know, you, your intent is not to be my friend. Like people don't respect the fact that you say that you're married nowadays, let alone that you got a boyfriend. Forget, you don't even gotta be married. People don't respect relationships no more. Um, and then people get married for the wrong reasons. Like <laughs> you, you getting married because your girlfriend got married or you getting married because you think like, oh, my time is up. I'm getting old or this or that. Like you're not really going into marriage with the, the right reasons. So um, I think that could be a reason. I also think like B said, women are more independent these days. So like when like men, our grandparents used to put up with a lot of stuff back then, cheating, abuse, and all of that because they had to because men were the sole providers. Nowadays, like even if you got kids with somebody, you could walk away because you could support your own household. Like you don't really need a man to support your household. So, you know, a lot has changed these days. What you think, Nay? So I was just about to disagree with everything y'all said until you just said that last part. So <laughs> that's basically <laughs> my whole story. Um, so marriages don't last nowadays because I feel like, as you said, women are more independent and they're not putting up with the stuff that they were putting up with years ago. And not just, not just to say that marriages don't last just because of things that men do, but just, I just feel like the economy and society in general, like, so like people were more in need of each other back in the days or it was just different. The world was different and husbands still cheated, men still cheated, women cheated. But I mean, maybe not as much. I didn't hear about a lot of that back in the day. If you was a woman, you was out there, you was just out there and everybody knew Mary Sue was popping it and locking it. They don't have to because of the resources, because they're working, they're not staying at home. They're not just putting up with it because that's what they're supposed to do and because that's their man. And another thing I feel like it, was the more of a religious thing too. People are don't aren't as strong in their religions as they were back in the day. Like before they used to believe it was a sin to divorce. So if you were married and that's what you agreed to, that's what you were gonna stick to through thick and thin no matter what. And mm -hmm. that's what they believe. So no matter what their spouse did, they were they were gonna stay there because they both took that oath, both took that vow and they stepped in the altar and agreed to be each other's wife and husband and they stuck through it, through whatever. And not to say that um, that was great or that was wrong, but people aren't putting up with that stuff nowadays. It's like, I don't need you. It's not beneficial. So I'm going to just move on and find something that's more beneficial for me. And that's just how I feel. I feel like it's more of a what I want to do thing now or what I'm comfortable with or if I'm happy or if I'm not happy. And this is what we signed up for, and this is what we have to do. So that's my opinion on it. I agree. I think people, I think today is, it's all in our face. Like you said, they probably were cheating and stuff like that. Or they probably had mm -hmm. problems like every relationship does back then, but it wasn't, it wasn't put out in the forefront. Like they didn't have, they had respect for one another. They weren't, you wouldn't hear about it on Instagram or, you know, down the street. Like I Johnny agree. wouldn't tell you. Oh yeah, you know I saw Shaniqua last night. Like it was not. You like, meet that mistress. Like, it was, you do not meet that mistress. You never ever gonna find a, find out about it. Just like you know, fences. Like that movie when she had a, they had to have a whole meeting in the backyard. Like okay, why you didn't tell me that? Like why you didn't tell me what was going on? Because he had so much. Like it was bad. He did some effed up stuff, but like he didn't have. He had respect enough to not let her find out about it. And I feel like today it's kind of like 
oh well what's up like we just get married just because like it's a trend or something like that like it's a birthday party it's like mistress or the other woman or side chicks whatever we want to refer to them as were more respectful back then too because you already knew what you was doing was wrong you're not calling the white house and saying hey this is betty and tom was here last night like they played their position it was it was so much more respect back then not saying again what was going on was wrong but it was way more respect put in place we have a comment that say yes it was they agreed that it was way more religious back then and especially if you had kids it was a must that you got married um and i agree with that like people like if you had kids with somebody um that was it you might as well get your wedding dress on like you had to Hello, this, your year. Like, this your life <laughs> that's your life and that's people weren't like people today aren't they don't care about making you an honest woman back then even if y'all wasn't married y'all was sleeping around once once it came out that she was pregnant the first thought was i have to make you an honest woman i have to marry you people don't think like that these days no more having a baby does not equal marriage and not saying that that you know i mean that's not how it was back in the day either but when you did have a baby with somebody back then they automatically like we're getting married there's no if ands or buts so I don't know, like, people don't care about that stuff no more. Like, marriage is not the end goal for everybody. Yeah, it's like, stuff is glorified. The negative is glorified. Like, people are happy to be just a baby dad or a baby mom and have no future thoughts or anything like that, no purpose and no plan for their relationship to go further or anything like that nowadays. And I feel like if it does happen, it's just like, oh, I see that such and such is married. Oh, Cardi being offset is married. Let me get married. And like the glitz and glam of it all, not really the meaning behind not it. Not really knowing the word. Yeah. Or the word, right. Because it's not as pretty as it looks at all. It's like nice. Um, we have another um, comment. Uh, one of our viewers says they feel like back then people valued their relationships more. They feel like marriages may not last or happening for that matter because people are not willing to commit and don't have good communication skills or people are not okay doing all of the relationship perks without a title. Mm-hmm. I agree with that, ma'am. Yeah, like they're not ready to do the work. Like they, like you guys said, you're not ready to put the commitment in and say that you want that person for the rest of your life, but you're willing to do all the stuff that comes with it without right. you, you just stuck on that honeymoon phase like once the honeymoon over you know what i mean when y'all run into problems do y'all have that foundation to you know work past it and not a lot of people you know not a lot of people have that mentality like all right when it get ugly like i know that was a part of our vows when we get ugly like i'm still gonna be here when when we not agreeing i'm still gonna be here when you make a mistake i'm still gonna be here if things get rough financially i'm still gonna be here and not a lot of people are like that not a lot of people know like all right, I know my husband provides, but if my husband drops the ball, I'm going to be there to pick that ball up. I'm not moving on right. to Johnny. So I really must like Johnny because Johnny always the person I say. Is. I know. We, we <laughs> must like Johnny. Who Johnny? Johnny, you on here? Like Johnny. <laughs> Johnny, you one of the viewers because we talk about you every week. Johnny. Shout out Johnny. to Johnny. Shout out to Johnny. And you marry somebody so quickly without really knowing who they are so once they start showing you who they are and you wasn't prepared like what happened to the person that i fell in love with 
and it don't that don't you gotta get to know these people before you marry them. How do they parent? What what how do they get money? How are they like what do they think financially? Like can we we still gotta have our money separate? Or so what like y'all think is a good time frame. Like what do you think? Like from relationship to engagement to marriage, like what do you think the the time frame should be to in order to I, get to know somebody? I don't think there is a time frame. I personally think there's no such thing as a time frame because you can be with somebody for eight years and not have a clue who the hell they are and meet somebody and within six months and it'd be the love of your life. They so open, they communicate, they tell you everything you need to know y'all on the same page. And it's like, wow, I feel like I need this person for the rest of my life. So I feel like it all has to do with the the individuals and, and who you're investing the time into or who you're getting to know. I, yeah, I, I just don't think it has to do with time. It's all about the person and the time and the work that they want to put in. Because you could be with somebody eight years and you still got a whole wall up and then you're trying to figure out why y'all can't go forward or, what, or you know, why y'all had a standstill or what the problem is or you feel like y'all in an okay place but it's still something and you can't figure out what it is. And it's because y'all not completely open to each other. You're not um, 100% with each other. You both are not giving it 100%. You may be giving it 100 but he may be giving it 10 or 30 or vice versa so it's just going to keep happening and that's just how i feel it's no time it has to do with where both parties are and what they want from their relationship i'm gonna have to disagree i think that like i don't think like i agree it's no set time but i think in a certain amount of time people will show you who they are so like you said it could be eight years from now if that person still has a wall up then obviously that's that person is not available emotionally right now. So they're showing you and they're telling you right now, I'm not available to let you into, like let you in right now. I'm not emotionally available for you. So if your end goal is marriage or your end goal is a baby or whatever, that person is letting you know right there, like their behavior, their, the way that they're, you know, acting around you is letting you know right there, like that's not the person for you right now. And then it's not saying like that's not the person forever, but just like right now, they're not emotionally available for you. So you have to be able to recognize those signs and you have to like, I think it's all up to the person. Like, like for me, for instance, like if we're going to be together, I need to know what our end game is. It could be seven years from now. It could be 12 years from now. But if the goal is is the same, then I'm all for working towards that goal. However, it's all about a conversation because like you said, you can get to know somebody and know who they are in three months. Like I'm oh, I'm very open. So you can get to know me in about 10 minutes. Like, <laughs> I'm very open. Like I'm 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 I don't hold back, I don't bite my tongue, I don't do stuff like that. So like it just depends on who the person is and what you're chasing after. Like if is the person worth you waiting for them to be emotionally available? You know what I mean? Like or is they not like I think it do I think Tom definitely does play a part because people gonna let you know who they are like it doesn't it, it doesn't matter you could like when you dating somebody you don't want to eat in front of them I bet you the next day you eating in front of them like you know what I mean people gonna start to warm up and let you know who they are and if they don't then that's not the person for you it's time to move on right? yeah I agree with both of you I feel like it is a time it is it is a moment where you know kind of sort of what you want to do but I do think it goes back to what each was saying as far as having a conversation and knowing your purpose and your plan with that person like you know we're older now like we're getting older maybe back then in your like early 20s and stuff like that when you was in a relationship 
you probably were just, you know, having fun, letting years and years go by without even having a conversation of what y'all want to do. Next thing you know, you got kids. Next thing you know, you all these dynamics of your relationship is happening. And you're like, well, we was together for eight years and nothing happened. But if you had a conversation and you guys both have the same goals that match together or, you know, working towards a common goal of marriage or whatever, commitment, engagement, whatever the thing might be, um, then it will work out. So I don't know if it, I don't know if it's necessarily like, oh, that happens in two years, but it doesn't happen in five months. So right. I agree with both like, of you. I, I think, like, I, like, I know for me, when me and Keith started dating, I didn't even want a boyfriend. I don't know how I married him. <laughs> I didn't even want a boyfriend. So I felt like in the, in the beginning, I told him, like, listen, I, I don't want to be in a relationship. Like, I just want to be friends or whatever. And if it happens, it happens. Like, I wasn't. I wasn't, I was open to it, but that wasn't my goal. And he knew that. And then when the dynamics of a relationship changed, when we started dating, and then we had a baby, again, the dynamics of a relationship changed and it came into another conversation. Where are we going now? Because like we were young. So it wasn't, our end goal in the beginning wasn't marriage. At first, our end goal was just friendship. Then uh, like a couple months later, our end goal was boyfriend, girlfriend. We was in a relationship. Then a year or two later, like we had a baby. And then the conversation, even when we had Haley, the conversation never moved to marriage. It was just like, okay, we got a baby now. Like, are we really going to be together? Are we going to work through all of our problems? Are we, because I don't want to be nobody's baby mom. I want to have a family for my child. That was my end goal at that moment. And then as time went on, our end game changed again. Like our end game became married because we was building so much stuff together. It was just like, not why not, but it was just like, oh, I see I can build with you. I see that through all the problems that we've been through in these last couple of years, we still rocking. We still, we managed to figure it out. We didn't walk away when it got rough. I can build with somebody like that. I can be with somebody like that. I can see myself with somebody like that. And then the conversation turned into marriage and here we are, boom. 17 kids later. <laughs> so not 17 kids. But I understand exactly what you guys are saying. But I don't know, just listen to y'all. I still go back to the whole not a time frame thing because I feel like you can have the conversation with somebody and they can very much want what you want. And y'all can be on the same page, but that doesn't mean that their timeline is the same as yours. So yeah. they may feel like we want the same thing, we want the same goal, but I'm still not ready yet. So just because it was a conversation don't mean y'all both want to be ready to move when the other person is ready to move. So that's why I feel like it's not really a time frame because I've witnessed people date, meet somebody, be dating them for like six months, get engaged and be happily married. I've seen people date for four years, get engaged and never get married and just still be engaged. I've seen people date for 10 years, don't get engaged and just get married. Like, I just feel like there's no right or wrong way to do it or a timeline or time frame. I just feel like it's whatever works for you. Like, yeah, I, I think I, I agree with that. I just think that you still should take the time to get to know the person. Oh, of that's course, definitely. I ain't talking about meeting nobody today. We're going to jump to yeah. tomorrow. It do be people out here that say, like, all right, I'm 30 and I want to be married by 35. So some people do have a time. It's nothing wrong with that. But some people do know by a certain age, I want to hit these goals or whatever. Like, that's of how course. some people are. Some people yeah, because I didn't pass my goal. I said, I said, engage by 28 and... I'm 29. I'm still, out here, still out here looking. Hey, Johnny, where you at? 
Hey, uh-uh, don't, not Johnny. Now get your, get your own. You can have Johnny. We had a comment. Um, one of our viewers said um, she thinks a lot of people don't show their real self until they get comfortable. Another viewer said they think back then people only got married to, for the kids. And even if they were unhappy, they stayed for the kids. And the new generation broke that curse. <laughs> Not a curse. I, a curse, I okay? I feel like you can't be any good for your children if you are unhappy. It's Word. not healthy. It's not healthy. Say that again. Sorry, Say that ladies. again for the people that in the back. Say it again for the people in the back. You cannot be good for your children if you are not happy. It is unhealthy, okay? Period. I'm from the health department. Boop. Straight from the health department. <laughs> All right, so let's move on, ladies. So do you believe in marriage? I ain't going to ask you because you married, Ish. I'm going to start with Brianna. Brianna, do you oh, believe in marriage? Lord, so, you, so you back to saying, um, you telling everybody my business? Oh my you God. just said you passed your deadline. You're still looking. So I'm it, just going to follow up on what you said. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. My single self, I do believe in marriage. I want it. Of course, I'm one of those little princesses that was thinking about it, wrote my stuff down you know how i want to do it and things like that i am also willing to work for it and learn you know the ways to keep the relationship going and keep the marriage going i do understand that it's sacred and it also is a business so you have to be trusting so i am willing to do all of those things and i do believe that marriage is awesome and i i want to i want it <laughs> yes and before we move, before we move to each you might as well just hit both questions in one. So you believe in marriage, but do you believe in divorce? I do believe in divorce. Um, of course, no one wants that, and I don't want to have to think about that when you are married. But, uh, yeah, I guess it is a, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a decision. Mm -hmm. It's an option? It's an option. <laughs> yeah, it's an option. Okay. Okay. If you want to elaborate? <laughs> so, of course, I believe in marriage because I'm married. I believe in marriage, but I believe you should only be married when you're ready. Like, I don't think you should, like, do it because it's a trend. I don't think that you should do it because all your friends is getting married. I don't think that you should do it because you feel like you're 39, about to be 40, and you ain't, you ain't married. I don't think that you should do it. You could be 70 and get married, okay? I think that you should do it when you're ready and when your spouse is ready. Um... I believe in marriage mainly because of my religion, um, but I also think that with unity comes stability. And I think that like for the children, um, I believe that being married creates a stable household. Um, I think that uh, marriage and growth and all of that stuff is good. And I feel like marriage is like a completion. Like you usually find when you, I can't say this for everybody. I know I'm gonna just speak for me. Like when I married Keith, I felt completed. Not saying that a man, I needed a man to complete me or nothing like that, but I just felt like Keith was my other half. Like I'm hot. Missing piece. And Keith, he was really my missing piece. When I married Keith, he mellowed me out. Now I still do get a little hot headed sometimes, but it takes a lot longer. And with Keith, like I have literally grown like the steps, like when we got married and the stuff that like when we had problems and issues and stuff like that, I learned to work through it in my marriage and that carried over to my friendships, my relationship with my mom, all of that. Yes, so Lord, it like, sure did. 
I'll yeah. take it up. Amen. So I think that like a marriage, like when you find the right person, like the person that God truly is meant for you, like I feel like God created Keith for me. Like he is literally the complete opposite of me. But it's like when we're together, it's like we're one. Like so not saying that you need a man or a woman to complete you. However, when you do find the right person, like I'm all about to deteriorate because that's bad. Oh, um, like I do, I do. I think like we are literally keep complete opposites. Like he don't know how to build nothing, and I build everything. I can't count any dwarf finances. <laughs> so like we are we're completely opposite of each other. <sighs> you know, divorce. I do not believe in divorce. However, I think that there are you know certain circumstances that I fully believe that you know is grounds for divorce like abuse and things like that like stuff that you really just can't control but like for me I can't like I said I can't speak for nobody else but like for me I just feel like if Keith was to cheat today or tomorrow I'm not going to be like oh we're getting a divorce not saying that I'm giving him permission to cheat but it's just like I would want to exhaust all of my options first like am I able to really work through this Am I able to like really get over it? And if not, of course, like I'm not gonna stay, but I will I would like divorce would be like the like I literally did everything I could and we couldn't avoid it. Um but other than that, I feel like we should really just try to exhaust all your options, seek help, um, counseling, and any anything in those like natures before you just be like, oh, it's not working, that's it, divorce. So I guess is a yes and a no, I guess. Yeah, Does I, that count? I agree with yeah. the same thing, like I'm going to exhaust all my options first before that right. is the option. But it definitely mm-hmm. is an option. Like you said, there are some things that's a deal breaker that you're just not going to accept in a marriage. Yeah, or, so. Like an affair. Because I think it's a, it's a complete difference between cheating and having an affair. Like you yes. can cheat and that's with like one person or like two. Even if you cheat with nine people, it's, you know what I mean? It's no real relationship. Now you have an affair. That's the emotions, they sharing money, you get, you're dipping into the account, they come into your job, your job people know about them, like, that's a whole relationship, like, yeah, no. <laughs> like, you can't put me in jail? I ain't got time for that, so, I don't know. <laughs> we have but a, even with a, that, I think that I would still try to work it out first, and then, like, for real, for real, if my emotions really just can't move on, then I would just have to go. Yeah, so. like you said, counseling and all those things. Nay, what you feel about that for, that question? Do you believe in marriage? Oh, of course you do. You're married. <laughs> Why? <laughs> um, so I definitely do believe in marriage. A lot of what you both said. So I definitely believe it builds a foundation for your children if children are involved. But not only children, it it builds a foundation for yourself. Um, it builds that extra stability, that extra, um, you know, financial security because it's not just you. You now have a you now have a team player and a life partner so you know I feel like everybody needs somebody at some point no matter how strong you are you know no matter how independent you are everybody still needs somebody for something everybody needs a friend and I feel like in your marriage your spouse should not just be your spouse but be your friend like y'all should be able to laugh together cry together hang together do whatever together like don't get me wrong my husband gets on my nerves from top to bottom side to side but that's my dog. Like we go everywhere together. Like on my vacation, he I get on my nerves too. <laughs> <laughs> all our vac- and all my vacations I ever been I on, been with him. Like, on my nerves too. <laughs> you, you second that? 
Yes. Okay. We get it. He gets on everybody's nerves. Yes. He, he's a big person with a whole lot of energy. He, he needs room. But yes, um, we, we, we have a friendship as well. So um, I just feel like it's all about, you know, those things. Those are things that are the reasons why I believe in marriage. And as far as divorce, I don't believe in divorce. But as Ish said, I do believe divorce is sometimes necessary in certain situations because it's only so much a person can take. It's only so much a person can do before they break. Like, there's no reason for somebody to commit suicide because they were unhappy in a relationship and because of a religious belief, they didn't want to divorce. Or, you know, you just be depressed or sick or um, you, you know, stress can physically affect you as well. So because you're in a situation that may not be healthy for you, yes, you can, you know, have a heart attack. You can have headaches, migraines. You can get ill. You can lose your appetite. Like, that stuff is real. It can manifest in your body and deteriorate you, like, from the inside out. And I don't feel like any body is worth you doing it to yourself unless it's like some type of sacrifice for your child that is like really in need but it like I don't feel like a man or another man or woman should allow you to put yourself last like you have to remember to love yourself first and not to lose yourself in a relationship you can't love that person more than you love you because then you forget you and you begin to live for them and then that's when it all goes down south and I'm speaking <laughs> I'm speaking from personal experience, okay? So right. I, can't do it. I agree. And divorce doesn't necessarily have to mean it's a negative connotation behind it. Like it doesn't have to mean that I hate your guts, you cheated on me, X, Y, and Z. It could just it could just literally mean like y'all, like you said, like your 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 alignments wasn't working out, like your goals wasn't working out, and you wasn't on the same time frame. It it could be a separation or something like that, and you might have kids, and you just have to be amicable and be able to be cordial about the situation. But that doesn't mean, I don't think the love is necessarily lost. It just means that that business, like I think marriage is a business and that business venture didn't work out. It is a business, I agree with that. But believe it or not, so many people get divorced and get remarried. And it could be so simple just as like, both individuals needed to grow or needed to figure them out or needed time apart to see what they really wanted and once they became them their best selves they were able to be better for each other because as i said before you can't love somebody more than you love yourself you have to know you you have to be right with you you have to be together to be right for anybody else so you can't do you can't be any good for anybody if you're no good for you she said someone said facts because kids can feel the tension so you have to be yeah. okay in order, I guess that's referring to what Janae said about being okay or to yeah. be in a relationship. And then we have another comment that says divorce affects the kids. And they also say staying in marriage is a toxic relationship affects the kids. What do you guys think about that? I agree. Divorce definitely affects the kids because like I said, like when you marry somebody, like I know for me, like I don't just speak for me in my marriage, but I want, I want it us to be married one of the reasons I wanted us to be married because we had a daughter and I didn't want my daughter to think that it was okay to just be out here having kids with anybody and y'all not together and fortunately we have four girls so like that just became the like the narrative like my, my kids don't know that we wasn't married when we had them like 
well, we was married when we had the twins. We wasn't married when we had Haley. So all of they all they know is mom and dad together. So imagine getting a divorce, even if they're 20, that's going to hurt them. Like, because all they know is mom and dad was always together. We always go on family trips. We always do family activities. So now it's separate. Now we got to have everything separate. That is definitely going to hurt the kids. But like they said, if you stay, that's going to hurt the kids too, because now all you're doing is yelling, fussing, cussing. And you like, I want my children to have a healthy image of marriage and a healthy image of love and a healthy image of parenting. So if I cannot provide that, then we have to figure out how we're going to do this separately because I don't want to, I don't want them to have a childhood they have to heal from. Right. So they and this definitely not going to be the answer. If I'm mad all the time, I'm fussing you out. And every time you walk through the door, my whole mood change. So I agree with that comment. You got to figure it out what works for you and the kids. Cause it's not about just y'all two no more. We have um, a few comments. one of our viewers said um will you be divorced will you get divorced if you found out that your spouse loves another man (laughs) yes i'm sorry we're gonna keep that for another episode but yes wait a second i'm divorcing if they love another man or woman it doesn't matter but but i'm gonna be a man no Cause don't, don't play with me like that. Just tell me from the rip. Cause, cause I, I've been doing some things. So don't fucking play with me like that. Exactly. Okay? Like, tell me from the rip. Like, like don't because, leave me alone. Love is. Are you are you sleeping with them too? Like that's a lot. Love is worse. Love is love worse. Is worse. Love is worse. Like yeah, it's a difference between lust and love. Like if you're lusting over this person, you're just sexually attracted, and you want to just have sex with them but when it becomes like love and a care and if i want to go curse her out you like oh no no like it's like yeah no like whatever i feel i need to do in that hot moment even if i'm like i'm about to go to her job and tell everybody she's sleeping with my husband you better sit there and be like all right like you better not take up for her at all because that's the problem because now everybody getting blown up yeah, and then that you 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 threw our relationship away because now you love men, yeah. so you're you're now gay. So like that's another dynamic that we have to worry about. I, you're you're gonna be my dog. It's cool. I probably have to heal and recover from that. But yeah, I'm, I'm I don't think we can be together anymore. We have no marriage if you are in love with another person, and another person is a different sex because that means you're now change your sexual preference. <laughs> so yeah, you're in love with a man. Then why are you with me? There's a right. problem. <laughs> question it says are men allowed to be in this conversation yes you are wait before that we have some comments before that so yeah we do but i want to to address that one because i didn't want the men to feel like they're excluded from the conversation so we definitely love when our men give us a different point of view so yes please comment your point of views because marriage is not just for the women like y'all marry us too so let us know what y'all thinking and what y'all views are too that's why i had skipped all of those other comments but you can go ahead and go back to them yes i agree yes you guys voices are to be heard too um we said one of our viewers said do y'all think marriage license should be renewed every five to five to ten years and that would probably stop a lot of divorces Hmm, I love that. I agree. With I that. agree. I, uh, I, the only reason why I'm saying I agree is because I feel like it keeps the spark and it brings you back to the importance of like, not even so much the importance, but 
I'm just thinking about like the day of your wedding or the day you get married, or I'm just speaking for me. I know the day I got married, I was really, really happy. Like I was just like, okay, I'm married. Like this is my husband. Just like the feeling was overwhelming. And then like we even discussed doing something for our fifth year anniversary because that is next year and we didn't have a big wedding. And it's just like, ooh, let's do that so we can have that same feeling again, fall in love all over again. You know, have that same emotions you had that day when you got married. So I definitely believe in that. I think, I don't, I'm not going to necessarily say that it's necessary, but I feel like you definitely should acknowledge it different than how you acknowledge every other anniversary. I feel like those are milestones. Once you hit five, 10, 15, like those, those are huge. Acknowledge it. Make your spouse know why you fell in love with them. Remind them, keep that spark. Take it back to the first date. Like, you know, little stuff like that to keep it cute to let them know. I still see you, boo. You know? <laughs> I'm a, oh, you want to go, B? Go ahead, sorry. Go ahead, You know I talk too much, so go ahead, B. You go. <laughs> yeah, let, me squeeze, let me squeeze my little thought in here for you go in. Go ahead, throw your little thought out. No, I definitely agree with you, Nay. I feel the same way. I think it definitely keeps you on your toes. I feel like it's the same thing, like a driver's license and stuff like that you have to renew. And you might have learned some new things over time that you might have not, you know, learned back then when you first said, yes, and I do, and stuff like that. So you can either, you, you can get an option of opting in, opting out. Are we still rocking and rolling or we need some, <laughs> we, need a little, we need a little work. Like, what you want to say? Right. Yes or no? Like, how you want to do this? So I think that would be a great thing. And it might take the rate of divorce down a little bit, as one of our viewers said, because it does keep you on your toes and it helps you renew your, your, your thought process and your, you know, your feelings and what you want to do. Yeah. And if you do say yes, like, and if you want to keep rocking and rolling, it does refresh your, your relationship and your, you know, mood, the vibes. <laughs> Go ahead, ma'am. You all bouncing and stuff. Come Go on, ahead, so you could disagree. We already know what's coming. Go ahead, <laughs> Come on, come right. on, come on. <laughs> I would disagree, okay? Because I don't know, maybe it's just me in my opinion, but I just feel like um, every like five to ten years, I feel like, yeah, you could do something big to celebrate it, but as far as like the whole renewing your vows and all of that stuff, like I don't know, like I, I feel like we spend a lot on our wedding and I don't feel like I feel like, listen, this is, that was, that was it. The big whole shebang. I don't feel like I would want to go through having a whole nother renewal and like the stress behind it and all of that, just to have that one little moment again, where I could just have that moment with him, you know, just something small, intimate with just me and him. Like if you get but my drift, like. I get I you, mean, but I, your I, renewal I, I can be, yeah, but your renewal can be that. Like your renewal doesn't have to be anything with anybody. I'm, I'm just saying, like, I wouldn't, like, that wouldn't be my go-to. Like, I wouldn't renew. Like, that's not, like, I'm not big on that. Like, I, I feel like we did it. Um, we doing the work continuously. But as far as renewing, like, that's not something that, I, like, I, that's not something I would personally do. Like, so I don't know. Like, I don't, I wouldn't personally just, like, babe, let's renew our vows. And I feel like maybe this is coming from watching Basketball Wives because Jackie renewed her oh vows. Oh, my God. And that annoyed oh me. God. And I just feel like, I just think, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot every year like it was just a lot so I just I think that might be where that's coming from because soon as y'all ask that question that's the first word that popped in my head like really I gotta so say I, did. I, think, I don't know I, I think it was a lot for some people but that was them and I think that the reason yeah, it no, worked for them that's, that's you're I'm right it's for it them. them yeah but I'm saying I'm saying the reason why 
I feel like mine would just be like, it's just not for me. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, my, my, like having that moment of like, oh, it's five years, we really rocking and rolling. It wouldn't be a renewal. Like, I wouldn't need to do a renewal to feel like I really love you all over again. Like, it would just be the thought, like, nigga, we really made it five years. The, that thought alone would make me feel, you know, like, if you get what I'm saying, like, that thought alone would just make me feel that without having a renewal. You don't, you don't think that the thought, like, all right, you're saying we have the thought, but like, if you were to have to get to renewal of a license, like, not, your, not you renewing your vows. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. what if it was just, like, one standard rate every five years or something like that? And but my whole thing, I just it's just like, as a reminder. It's not going to, it's not going to, like, all right, like how you said with the whole driver's license thing. When you go renew your driver's license, you don't retake that test. You don't have to re-show that you still got them skills. You just send them their money, and they put a new date on your thing. So I feel like me renewing my vows is going to do what? But you, but you having you having to take you don't have to take a test. You're right. But the test will be between you two, be, between your marriage. Like it would just be something I, that's holding on no, your head that's like reminding you. If like, you renew yeah. your vows, if you renew your vows this week, and then you want and he want to divorce you next week, what difference does that make? You a divorce is like if the goal if y'all going to divorce is going to happen. You know what I mean? The, renewing yeah. your vows is not going to cut down divorce rates. It's really not. And if anything, it's going to be like. Y'all didn't renew your vows again. Y'all didn't show me that seventy-five dollars. Now y'all not married. It's just going to be too many things that come with that. Like when you don't renew your license, your license, your license is not valid. So if we don't renew our vows, is our marriage not valid? I just don't feel like it's. I don't feel like it's necessary. Like I don't. I, to so me, saying, you don't need a piece of paper. You don't need it. You I just don't want to be in love. Like we did it already. Like we did that part already. And <laughs> right. I, I think maybe if I didn't have, like maybe if we would have did something small. When we hit five years, like they said, they didn't do nothing like big, like they just got married and stuff. They didn't do like the whole big ceremony and stuff like that. Maybe that would have been like, you know what I mean? But because we did the big ceremony, I don't feel like it's necessary to do it again in five years, ten years. I don't think it's the ceremony though. I think it's just yeah, because I'm just extra. Like I want to do something for ten too, because I'm like, damn, that's ten. That's a long time. We gotta acknowledge that. We gotta renew. We gotta keep it fresh. I don't know, but ten is a big one. Five is like baby. High five, five, but ten is like yo, like let everybody know we doing something, something like that's for me. Uh, We have a comment that says that uh, when our viewers said, "I feel like only people who didn't have a big wedding should renew." Um and uh oh, sorry. I feel like if you have a big wedding, it's no need, and I think we should just do something for us. Yeah, let me hit y'all with some stats. So in 2019 in Pennsylvania, we had 72,954 marriages and about half divorces in annulment. So 34,412 were annulled and divorced in 2019. So we almost in the 2020. So that's like really bad. What y'all think? Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. I'm just not trying to be one of those. I ain't trying to make the statistics, okay? Um, we have a comment that I think is actually a good one. They say, Can you guys explain how marriage is a business for the people in the bag? So, wants to go first. You want to go first or you want me to go? Because I'm kind of ready. Um, I'm going to let y'all I, take that, okay? Because um, I feel like marriage is a business. <laughs> I'm cracking up. Marriage, is, we say, we're saying that marriage is a business because you marry somebody, right? You have an agreement. It's like a contract. 
You are mm-hmm. agreeing to do X, Y, and Z, whatever your agreement was before y'all got married. So I only can speak for me, but I know for like me and Keith, when we first got engaged, we talked about everything that we wanted from each other once we got married, right? So one of my things was I wanted us to go to premarital counseling because I felt like we had been through some things where we did not communicate efficiently. And it was hard for me because I'm a talker. I talk too much. I want to tell you how I feel all the time. And if I feel like it's one-sided, I shut down. I don't want to be married feeling like that. So that was one of my things. I wanted us to go to premarital counseling because I wanted us to you know, get the tools that we needed to be able to be successful in our marriage. One of the things that he wanted was for me to work on the way that I lash out when I'm angry, you know? So that was, uh, that was our agreement. I agreed that I was going to be able to, that was just some of the things. I'm just going to name them too. We had plenty of other things, but these are just the two that I want to talk about. Um, so that was our agreement. Now, any time that we broke that agreement, things were not working successfully, right? This is my business partner, my life partner. If we're, mm-hmm. we're saying it's a business because this is a partnership. When you're mm-hmm. in a business, you have a partnership with somebody and you're relying on that partner to carry out the things that they say they're going to do. My husband handles all the finances. He is really good at that. So that's what he does. Now, if he spends all of our money and don't pay our rent or whatever, he's breaking our contract. You agreed to do X, Y, and Z. You have to carry that out. You agreed to be emotionally available. And when you're not, we'll work on it. You have to carry that out. You agreed to be here for our children, no matter what we're going through. If you break that, you're breaking the contract. You have a marriage is a contract. When you do when you say your vows, those are the things that you're saying. I'm gonna be here through sickness and health. I'm gonna be here through this and that. All of that is a contract. You're not that stuff not just being said because it's cute. So when he gets sick, if I leave, I'm breaking that contract. If he gets sick and can't go to work and I don't pick up the slack, I'm breaking that contract. So it's a business. You're relying on that person to, you know, carry out the things that y'all agreed on. I agree with that, but also, I'm going to just keep it real how I look at it as well. It's a business because it's also a financial gain. I personally feel like if I marry somebody, like I wouldn't have married my husband if I couldn't see me benefiting financially from it as well, but not just me, but him as well. Like we're both a benefit to each other. Like if we can't do anything together, I know we could do business and we can make money. We can build an empire for our children we can make sure they will be okay. They will always be financially okay. Like, I think it's a business because when you get with somebody else, that's not just your income. Now that's another income. That's a bigger house. You may have the credit. He may have the finance. It's a business. Y'all both add something to the team. Y'all can help each other. Y'all can help each other get further, get what y'all can't get by yourself. So now you're not just one person. As she said, you become partners. You're business partners. And when y'all, when y'all both sign that dotted line on whatever it is, whether it's something at home, whether it's a house, whether it's a car, a business, you are partners and you're and you're buying to it together. Yeah, so that is completely true. Like it's a bit. It, it it's a business. It's not. Yeah, it is. It's, it's not just. I don't feel like marriage is just for love because just love is not going to get you through life. You can't live off of love. 
I can't live off of love. Like, you loving me ain't going to pay the bills and make sure our kids have what they need. Like, I, we need to be able to do more than just love each other to, su to succeed. And that's how, that, to me, that's why I look at it as a business. What you think, I agree with both of you. I'm not married, but we had a comment that agrees with both of you. One of our comments said that marriage started as a business. It was created to keep resources in the family or a circle. Example, I own a diamond mine and my best friend owns a gold mine. We make our kids get married to keep that in our family yep. circle. That's and true. Yeah. Marriage, for love is, marriage for Love is an American slash Disney thing. And that is so true. Y'all know how many Hollywood people are married just for the business aspect of it? Like, I know y'all see this stuff going on with Will and They Jada. got married for love. Look at Once Will and they Jada. That they, come, they wasn't going to get divorced because they're like, hold up, now you leave, you taking this, you taking that. So exactly. together because business-wise, it makes more sense. And people say it's cheaper to keep her. <laughs> cheaper to keep her. I was just about to say that. You know, they say it's cheaper to keep her. So. That's true. Do y'all think that marriage can happen without love, though? Since it no. is a business, it, all, it happens all the time it without love. It happens, but I don't it think it can be successful. Love. I think that's what she's trying yeah, to do. Yeah, like successful, like, like stay in. Now, long lasting. I think it can be no. very successful and long lasting depending on what the people are going in with the intentions of. That's just like some people know they don't want to be together, but they agree to have a child together. Go half on a baby. Let's go half on a business. I see you know how to grow your money and flip your money and I can too and we like that together if we get married it look better on paper and it'll be easier for us to navigate and we still could do whatever we want to do with no questions asked it's gonna work it I just don't depends think so. on it just depends on how it's discussed everybody don't get married for love mm -hmm. so I don't people literally just get married for business yeah I don't and think it works it's successful though because you action is the marriage part of it not the not like not just like marriage is not just business so let's correct that like, marriage, marriage is what is marriage is signing your name on a piece just, of paper it's not saying that but you're it's not just attached to this person that's what marriage not, is that's business like it's not just like i know like i said i only can speak for me so like yes i think that marriage is a business but i don't think it's just business because just business is my bow shop I love doing bowls and I love making bowls. That's just business. I'm not fucking them bowls, okay? I'm not expecting nothing from them bowls. But in my marriage, in the, yes, it is a business, but I'm expecting a whole lot more. I'm expecting emotional support. I'm expecting, um, but I'm expecting a whole lot more than just like the, the finances, the I'm expecting you to be there for the kids. I'm expecting you to show up to recitals. I'm expecting you to show up to cheerleading. I'm expecting you to be there for fundraisers. I'm expecting so much more than just the business aspect. So me going into a marriage, I, even other people, I just don't think like, yeah, we might've agreed to just go in for business, but I feel like that's just like saying friends with benefits. You thinking you going into this and it's just going to be that, but somebody, if it's not you, it might be the other person. Emotions get tied. Like, oh yeah, it's just, I know we just married for business, but I don't want you going out with Johnny. I don't want you dating. I don't want you that. So I don't look at you that way. I'm only looking at you business-wise. So I don't want to fuck you. I want to fuck Johnny. So now it's not working and I want all my money back and I want a divorce and I don't want to do this no more because now I want to bring different terms and you don't want to agree to them terms. So I don't think that it can, it might be successful for a while, you know, but I don't think ultimately in game is going to work like that. Like I don't, 
I don't see a I just disagree like because I feel like marriage is not I feel like marriage is what you make it like legally like realistically in this world like marriage is just a way for you to be combined or attached to another person like there's nothing nowhere that says if you marry this person y'all have to love each other and have sex with each other and do whatever like technically it is i mean doesn't it, yeah, if, doesn't it say you, that because listen it, it technically it is because it, 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 but it depends marry, on your marriage that's if you go and get listen, married at a church if you, everybody if don't you go are married, married right and you step out right that's religious isn't that room for divorce even if that's you got religious a prenup, it make your prenup in all so technically like it's so not stated can, that like, you oh can you can't have sex with other people i don't think but, that Every marriage is religious. I don't think everybody gets married for the same reason. So you say I, mean, I don't think marriage is just a one type thing. Like this is marriage and this is what you're supposed to do. That's like people are married in their in their swingers. And they have sex with whoever they want, whenever they want. People are married and they have open marriages and can do what they want and still come home and don't care. But I Brad, think we got a TV show that we watch where people do that. And they were very successful. They said it worked for them. I think the idea of it's just like a relationship license or the license or the certificate that you get. What is that? What does that specify? It says that you're together. That is your life partner. That's what it says. To me, I feel like that certificate grants you access to make decisions for that person. So if my husband was in a life or death situation, if my husband was in a life or death situation, his mom can't come in and say, pull the plug. I ultimately get to make those decisions. Financially, it makes us both financially responsible. Like, I know you, like, like, all right, so how can I say this? That piece of paper, I don't know, like, it just makes you responsible for the other person. It's like having a baby. You know, just, that I agree like, to, yes. It makes you responsible for the other person. Responsible for you add the files on top of that. You can't marry nobody else. It, it 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 literally binds you to that person because you can't marry nobody else until you get a divorce. Okay. No matter how open your relationship is, you cannot be like you my wife and you my wife and you my wife or you my husband and you my husband and you my husband. Unless you're a Muslim. Mm-hmm. Our viewer says that um how do we feel about open marriages and never mind they're gonna ask Jada at the red table talk. <laughs> Um, uh, they yeah, that's, a nova, that's a whole nother live we could do. Um, yeah. And then one of our viewers yeah. said that there is a whole spiritual as, spiritual aspect to marriages, um, regardless of religion, that hasn't been addressed. Do you want to come address it with us, um, a viewer that said that? You can tune in. Um, and one of our viewers said that they think religion plays a big part of marriage. You can't have successful marriage without religious structure. Yeah. I disagree with that. But some I, people feel that I way, some people might not. If you're not. Even if you're not spiritual, you have to think about it like even if you're not a spiritual person, you people get married in churches, but you're not spiritual. That's I think that's what right. you're basically trying to say. Like the whole idea behind it and like the things that you do inside of a marriage is spiritual. Like you you some some people get oh, married because they don't that I, in it yeah. no more. So I think that's what she's saying, not the whole religion thing. But I think she's saying like, but spiritual, yeah, you, you could be not religious and you do everything religious in your marriage. You you pitch your man head of the household. That is a that is in the Bible. Like so, 
you might not be religious, but those little things and them little, you know. They somebody said yes, marriage can be great if there's no love included. There are financial structures that can be made without love. If you want to have sex and be in love, that is a completely different conversation. The idea of marriage is strictly a business with a ceremony attached. I disagree with that. I agree with everything in the beginning. Like it can be all of those things, but it just depends on the relationship. Depends on the, the person. person. Yeah, in the relationship. Yeah, because yeah, because like my marriage is not based off of finances. I just want to clear it up. It's not just financial. Like I love my husband, but I'm just I'm very open minded to a lot, and I know a lot of people. I've seen a lot of stuff. I've seen a lot of relationships, and I just feel like different things work for different people. Like, I know people who are married and don't live in the same house, and they have been married for, like, 30 years, but they all their businesses are attached, and they make tons of money together, and it just works for them. They have, they have been very, very successful at it. They have other people that they date. They have One of them has been in a relationship for almost just as long as they've been married, but the person that they're with knows that it's a business thing and they don't need marriage to solidify what they have and that's where i'm coming from when i say i feel like marriage can be for love but it can also be very successful for business i just feel like it's both it's whatever you want it it's, it's whatever you want to utilize it for if you want to use it for purposes of the paper bonding you all together to say this is how you want to you know this is how you want to move together then that's what's going to work for you if that's what y'all want to do if y'all doing it because y'all are in love and y'all want to build together and grow together then it's going to work but i just feel like it's what what you put into place but i don't think it's strictly just for business not for me personally it's not strictly just for business but for some people it is i agree um we have two viewers that would like to speak and each, stop making that face. I don't care how much you disagree, stop making that face. <laughs> Ladies, we are queens. We're going to act as such. So I'm going to Clutch your pearls. Clutch your pearls. Just clutch your pearls. Just clutch your pearls. Two people that want to come in. Two people that want to come in. Hey. So, hey. Okay. Hey, y'all. Hey, queens. Hey. Well, I made the comment about the religious, I mean, the, um, the spiritual aspect, not including anything with religion, because I think a lot of the conversation is putting a whole lot of weight on that paper. And at the end of the day, all that paper does is give you tax rights. Yes, it gives you rights in the hospital to, you know, make final decisions and things like that. But you don't necessarily need a marriage license to do that either. You know what I mean? You can have, if you're not married, but you have a... a what do you call it? When you've been together for so many years, a common, you've been living to a common law, right? You have a common mm -hmm. law partner. They don't have a marriage certificate, but they can very well have a document written up saying that this is the person responsible for Power my of life attorney, decisions. all types of things. Exactly. Power of attorney. So the spiritual yeah. aspect what I, that I wanted to rec to that, that I wanted to bring up is whether you you know, on top of the world, like Beyonce and Jay-Z, with money that we probably couldn't even calculate and in our brains, you know, or y'all living, living in a, a room, like literally a room, not an efficiency, but a room, but y'all just as in love as if, you know, as B&J. It doesn't matter your financial status. 
y'all still have responsibilities to each other. And the biggest one is the promise that you made before God, whether it was at City Hall, whether it was, you know, in a church full of 100 people, whether it was at the, at the baseball stadium and y'all got a stadium full of people. It doesn't matter the venue because those are just small details. What matters is the promises that were made to each other before God, which, you know, is everywhere. So that's what I meant about the spiritual aspect, because everything else is in the details. And once the marriage between those two people is defined, however they choose to define marriage, meaning it's going to be monogamous, it's going to be open, it's going to be et cetera, et cetera. Again, that's what they promise to each other and declare for each other before God. So just, that's why I just wanted to bring that up. Don't get too caught up on that paper, because that paper is just a governmental institution you go to other countries other parts of the world they ain't got no paper <laughs> they got a ceremony that was promised before their families and god and anybody else that was in attendance that's all completely agree I completely thank agree. you that's what i was gonna say thank you so much yes thank you for that comment i completely agree with everything you said um, one of our other viewers wanted to come in hey yeah uh, I'm coming. Oh, we got a king. Hey, king. <laughs> I'm coming out on the aspect as I see everybody talking about the business aspect, but I feel as though if we ain't had the internet or Google and all that stuff, we wouldn't even know, know about that type of stuff. Ninety percent of marriages are all of love. All the business structures and this and that. We probably can name one person between all the viewers that we know that are married off a of business structure. 90% of marriages is off of love. So, so you talk about the common person, not the... 90%. If it wasn't for Google, we wouldn't know half of these people that's married off of business and business sector. We wouldn't even, we wouldn't even know that marriage stemmed from that if it wasn't for Google. And I would get wrapped up on what they see on the internet and try to put that in real life. Because every marriage I've seen went off love. 90% of every marriage I seen went off love. And I ask people these questions all the time. And they would try to tell me one thing. But the one thing they try to tell me is they seen it on the internet. That's how they know about it. I think we get so wrecked up on it with what's going on in the internet. We use that as real life, real life views that we, and we never viewed it in real life. So how can we use that as concrete? I agree with you. So you are a male. So why did you get married? I got married because... First, I never wanted to be with somebody and have kids with somebody that I'm, I didn't, that I'm not with. I don't believe in having kids and leaving a home. So once, once I decided to have kids with somebody, I knew it was important for me to be the man in my house and have a family and to be married. Family structure. I, I grew up in a family structure. You shouldn't just be having kids with anybody and just, just leaving them by themselves when things don't work out. So that's so why I got some, You had someone to, to model that for you and you took that on into your real life. Yeah. Yeah, basically, yeah. Okay. All right. So thanks for that comment. Hi guys. I, I love you guys. Hi. This this uh conversation is really, really good. And I think it's something that a lot of people need to hear. Um, because it's questions that a lot of people have concerning lifestyle and marriage. Um, me personally, I have had the opportunity to travel to almost every continent on this earth and study in college in both 
East and West Africa, Central and South Congratulations to that. That's amazing. Thank you. So I've seen a lot of different cultures and I've also um, had a lot of different mentors from different parts of the world. And uh, I'll drop my Instagram down there so you guys can see some of the pictures of me traveling. But the main focus of this conversation that I wanted to bring to you guys is about how I was taught about marriage. Um, and I was taught about love as well as the financial aspects of marriage. Um, I come from a household where at times there were uh, always conversations about the financial gain that can be had with marriage. Now in my household, they had uh, a home-based business and we were taught that the IRS gives uh, 400 and some odd uh, returns of money to home-based businesses and those including uh, marriages, ones that had marriages uh, attached. So we were taught like how to get portions of your mortgage back, how to get portions of everything you purchase in your home back, how to get, just how to get your money back and how to build some of the wealth that eventually sent a whole family to college. Now, those financial aspects of, uh, of marriage that were also attached to the love aspects, at some point of times, you know, every household is not perfect. Mom and dad, they'd go off and they'd have uh, separations or things like that where, where dad wasn't home for three years, five years. So at times growing up, I would understand that the love aspect of marriage is something that is a union between two people. But the actual marriage license and uh, all the things that are attached to that is strictly financial and it's a business. Uh, I do believe from your earlier conversations that uh, those marriage licenses should be renewable every five or 10 years where you could come to the table and assess your finances, your mortgage, your, you know, your careers at that time and see how those things correlate to extending that business aspect of the marriage. So that's just one thing I wanted to put out there. Um, I believe in structured you know, relationships. And if I was ever to get married, that's something that I would want my mate to clearly understand you know, before they even start. Like we are a business, we are also in love, but we have these financial structures and aspects that need to be taken care of in order to flourish. I love that. Thank you so much. That was beautiful. Yes, love it, love it, love Very it. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so Great. much. Thank you. Do we have one All right, so we have, to come we have one more person yet. I don't know if you guys can hear me. Yes, yes yeah, we can. Hey, Queen. Okay, I just want to say you ladies are so dope. I love your podcast. And keep Thank you. Okay, I had, I just wanted to comment. I hear a lot of people saying about business, 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 and the marriage. Where does it draw on to where so the business part is taking over the love part? So that's what I was about to ask um, our, our viewer before you. I know they said that they believe that um, when they should renew a marriage license every five to 10 years and reassess like if this is financially working. So let's just say it's not working. 
what does that mean? Are we divorcing? Are we like, are we going to do the work to, you know, re-evaluate those things and take the steps to get it to work? Like, what does that look like for you? Because you, it is a business, but sometimes it's not always going to be like what you expected it to be. You know what I mean? So what does that mean when you go back to reassess? A, a big part about that is how you go into the marriage. That plays a big part. So what if you guys never talked about marriage before, but when you do bring it up, it's like his perspective of marriage is something different and yours is something different. And it's like, well, you, you guys both love each other, but where do you go from there? That is a conversation that must be had between the two of you guys because you... You know what I mean? Like, you know what you're willing to put up with and you know how you want the marriage to go. You got, if you're going to marry somebody, I know for me, like, I only can speak for me, but I plan on being together until the end, you know? So if our views aren't the same for the marriage, I don't think that it would be successful. And that's just for me. I can't speak for everybody else, but I know that if, if my belief about marriage and your belief about marriage doesn't work, that's just like being, and it all, it, to me, it always come back to religion. So as a Christian, I can't marry a Muslim. You know what I mean? Like, because our belief system, although it may be similar, it is different. It, it, it doesn't operate the same. So it go, it's the same about marriage. If our belief system is different about the marriage, how can it be successful without the other person changing who they are? You know what I mean? Like, of course, you're going in a marriage, you are going to change, you are going to grow. But if you have to change who you are completely, you have to conform to this person's belief or that person has to conform to your belief along the line somewhere is going to be someone that's bitter, somebody that wants out, somebody that's unhappy. And now you got kids involved and all your money is tied together, all your businesses is together, your house is together, your cars is together. It's going to be so messy. So to me, I just wouldn't, I wouldn't even head down that path. I'm sorry, I love you, but obviously it wasn't meant for me to be together. No, I was just gonna say, I disagree. I feel like that um, once you have that conversation, like she said, like um, what the viewer said, um, you have that conversation and it might not align, but that doesn't mean that the love is lost and that you guys can't build that relationship together. It just mm -hmm. means that you might have to create different blocks and different building blocks of what your purpose might be and how you might move towards the goal. But if you're saying that, both of you saying that the common goal is marriage, you're not quite married yet, but you are you are having conversations about that. Um, just is going to be some bumps along the road. But if you are in a relationship and you guys are trying to build towards that, I feel like having a conversation about how we are going to get to that. Okay, you might not agree with having joint accounts, but I agree with having joint accounts, but we... That's you know, want to get married or something like that. Like, like just anything that anything that might arise on your road to getting married. Like, you sit down and you talk about it, and you figure out a way to have have that work for you both. Yeah, yeah and I, I agree with you, Brianna. Yeah, I I agree with what you're saying, but that's I'm I'm talking more on the lines of bigger issues. Like a joint bank account is something small that can be changed. You know what I mean? That thought can be changed, but I'm talking about like. If, if my goal is marriage, right, right, and his goal is marriage, but he wants an open marriage and I don't, that is a big issue. That's, so that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about bigger issues that's like, I don't know if I can get jiggy with that. Like a bank account, we can, that, and you can still operate. That, those things, I just think it depends on what the difference is. Like what, what is the disagreement? 
but I'm, I'm talking more on the lines of bigger things like, oh, I want to raise our children Muslim and I want to raise our children Christian. Like, how is that going to work? I, I want to be in a relationship that's just me and you and you want to be in a relationship with the whole block. How is that going to work? Those, those, I'm talking about big issues like that, like stuff that's just like, I, I feel like know. you would know that prior, you would know that in the relationship stage before you even start talking about that. Like that wouldn't be an I issue agree. if you're going to get married. Like you know that that person is a Muslim and whatever, and they're going to raise their children as such. You ask those mm-hmm. questions before you have yeah, the, the, the end-all, be-all Things that's like big, whereas though you can't, like that was just an example, not saying that that was the one, but I'm just saying that that's just an example of how different the dynamic is what I'm trying to like say. Like, how different apart the your belief versus my belief. Not that it's Muslim, because of course you want to know that in the beginning, but I'm just saying like mixing water and oil, it does not mix is basically what I'm trying to say. I just think like mixing oil and water, you're never going to get it to stay together. So that's what I'm saying. Like when it's something that's like that, why go through all that trouble when you like, that's not the person that you're supposed to be with, you know, like, I get, both y'all, I get what both of y'all are saying. Like, you can't mix water and oil, but I feel like you wouldn't get that far in a relationship if you were water some and people, oil and y'all, are, and y'all already weren't having some, some kind of common ground or on the same page to even get to the conversation of having marriage. And I feel like if you're already at a step of talking about marriage, I don't see why it's not situations where or stuff that y'all disagreeing on where y'all can't compromise or meet in the middle or maybe find out a different way that works for y'all i feel like if it's somebody that's like oh i want to open marriage or i want to screw jimmy jamie and johnny all on this block then that means they was already screwing them before you even asked about getting married so i feel like that's something you already know before you even ex start discussing marriage to somebody that's just how i feel we done brought johnny back again we done brought johnny back up but i don't know because people was johnny just live here so the whole time you you thought this person was faithful to you and they're not. People is crafty. You know what I mean? People are good at acting. So you you never know. And then you get into a relationship. A lot of people think that they can change people. So a lot of people going into it like, oh, I know you don't really like that, but man, I make people for love. So, you know, so some it's just, you know, it's a lot of different dynamics that can go into there. But let's go on to this question that says, how do you keep your marriage sacred? Hmm, that's married people. I got one, but I'm gonna let y'all go first. Dang, why we always gotta go first when we married? <laughs> Way to keep your marriage sacred is to just keep everything private, but not not private, but I feel like keep y'all business y'all business. Respect your spouse. Don't go share it with Johnny and Jamie. Like even when we were talking about like cheating or if you're going to step outside the marriage don't go step outside the marriage and pillow talk like because i don't need her being able to tell me what you ate last night for dinner and this is why you over there eating her food like keep our business our business don't involve outside people and one thing i can always say is don't tell people your business because even though you may forgive your husband or your wife or whatever y'all might have went through, that don't mean your friend is, that don't mean your mom is, that don't mean your family, that don't mean nobody is. And when you all back in love and not mad no more, they still going to hate them and it's going to create unnecessary tension and just make problems that y'all don't even need to have. So I just feel like keep everything within each other and just figure it out. And if you are going to confide in somebody, 
just make sure you know who you're confiding in. Because I feel like everybody does need an outlet outside of their marriage sometimes to talk to. Like, I have both Keish and Brianna. And, you know, I feel like, no, no, no shade to you, Brianna, but I feel like Keish is somebody that I really like to talk to when I go through certain stuff in my marriage just because of how open-minded and non-judgmental she is. Like, no matter what I call her and say, it still be like, I could call her and be like, girl, it was a girl in my bed. And she'd be like, oh. Like, it won't be like, girl, kill him. Divorce him right now. Like, get him out the house. But just saying, like, if it was a situation like that, it's just she rationalizes with me. She talks to me. She comes from um, oh, another woman that's in a marriage perspective that has been through stuff as well. And it's kind of like, well, what can you do? Have you exhausted all your measures? Have you done this? And it's never like, oh, well, if you decide to do this and I told you to do that, now I'm going to look at you funny or I'm going to talk to you different or I'm going to be mad at him or I'm going to be mad at you because you did this. It just stays the same, like nothing ever happened. So just be careful who you share your business with and try to keep as much at home as you possibly can because as soon as you start involving people, that's when your foundation falls apart. Yeah, I agree with that. I definitely had that written down for my um, answer. I definitely believe that you should keep your business to yourself. And I believe that not only keeping it to yourself, but keep it off of social media because once you put it out on social media, it's out there. And not only it's everybody. Your family is one thing, but now the whole Facebook knows you got a thousand friends. And them thousand friends don't even know your husband or know your wife. So I definitely think that keeping your business to yourself is important. Um, and like Nay said, you do have to find those friends or that family member that you can confide in. And I'm big on, like, like I tell Nay all the time, when you are talking to somebody about your business, is that person for your marriage? Is that person for your marriage or is that person against your marriage? Because that makes a big difference on the advice that they're going to give when you're looking for advice when times are hard. I am very big on if the person is not for your marriage, their answer is always going to be leave them, fuck them up, do anything. Like it's always going to be a negative conversation. To that, it's never, when you talk to somebody that's for your marriage, no matter what your husband or your wife did, their first answer is not going to be leave them. Their first answer is going to be, this is how you work it out. Here are some resources. Tell me how it go. That didn't work. Here's another resource. Tell me how that go. That didn't work. And so on. You're going to keep exhausting all your options. So you definitely, you, you're going to know who's for your relationship and who's not. So make sure you go to the person that's for your relationship because like they said, you're going to forgive your husband or you're going to forgive your wife, but your family member is not. You need friends that's going to be able to, that's moving on when you're moving on. Oh, you over exactly. it, girl, I'm over it too. You know what I mean? So that, that's how I keep my marriage sacred by keeping my business to myself or keeping my business to my friends that are for my marriage and that knows my husband. Okay, if you don't exactly. know my husband, you can't me advice on my husband because you don't know him you don't know how we operate together you can't give me no type of advice because you don't know him and you don't know me so if he's making a mistake and you like leave him my friends that know my husband is gonna be like girl you must get up there and fix it because he's <laughs> okay so you gotta know who knows your husband that's that one um we communicate so how we keep our marriage sacred is we communicate when we're having issues when we're feeling some type of way even if it's not an issue it could just be like Oh, babe, you ain't squeezed my butt all week. Like, what's up with that? Because, you know, I like my butt to be squeezed, slapped, something. You ain't do that all week, so what's up? Like, you know what I mean? We don't just assume, like, oh, he ain't slapped my butt, so he must be slapped somebody else's butt. You know what I mean? We don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, we don't do that type of stuff. 
Oh God, you get on my nerves. So I'm just saying, like that's how we keep our marriage sacred. We communicate when something is on our mind. We communicate, no matter if we fuss or yell or all of that from the beginning. We you we communicate and we'll back and fix the way we communicated. You know what I mean? We're faithful. That's how we keep it sacred. Like he ain't he ain't stepping out as far as I know because I ain't had to kill nobody yet and I'm not in jail, so. I ain't stepping out, and as far as he know, he ain't in jail, <laughs> so, like, I don't know, our marriage is important to us, so we do whatever is necessary to, like, bring our marriage back to normal if it's, like, at a high level of frustration or at a low level of, like, our emotions aren't being met, we do whatever we need to do to bring it back to stability, so. But, um, all right, I have a few. No, I am not. I'm cracking up. A hundred times for the people in the back, you know. <laughs> um, but I feel like if I was married, like I said, I would do the work and try to work on it. So I think one of the key things, like each said, is to be communicative and talk to your partner 100% always and let them know how you're feeling. I think um, another thing is to definitely have your own identity and your own thing prior yes. to you yes. being married. Because I feel like you get lost, like you said, you know, you went into it thinking it's a business, you know, I'm going to do this, I'm going to get X, Y, and Z, we're going to work on X, Y, and Z, we're going to have these kids, we're going to start this business, blah, blah, blah. next thing you know, you forgot who Brianna was. So I think it's definitely mm-hmm. important to definitely have your own identity, your own piece, your own thing that you always can go back to, you know, that makes you happy inside and out. Um, also, just renewing... Um, just renewing your vows, like I said, I definitely agree with what the viewers said about like doing a uh, license renewal and stuff like that. And just definitely revisit, even if it's just dinner and you're just having a revisit conversation about your original plan, your purpose of why you got married and, you know, what you want to do and how you want to work on things to move forward. Um, definitely revisiting your purpose and your plan and having a purpose and a plan, number one. Um, also to date. Like I said, you put the love back into the marriage. It's not all business, as we said. Um, it's definitely some love. So definitely date your partner and your, you know, your spouse or whatever. And keep it fresh and keep it going. Learn new things. And um, like Janae said, be around like-minded um, couples and stuff like that. Learn from other couples. Do different things that might, you know, help your knowledge grow and stuff like that. Um, and another thing is counseling. I think counseling is a, is a really good thing. Because you change, you know, you, you, you might, change, be, yeah. you might, you might mentally change um, and you become the, another person in the marriage. So definitely having a professional to talk to um, that's not biased, like you said, like it's not a friend that might, you know, not be for your marriage, but there might be for you. Um, a counselor is definitely unbiased and can help you in those aspects. Um, and I think it should be joint counseling and separate. So definitely I agree. your own mental you know, refresh every now and again just to have somebody to talk to and rely on. So yeah, and I don't yeah. think counseling should be waited for until it gets bad. I feel like right. counseling mm-hmm. should, should be, be something that's correct. done just to keep your level. Yeah, in a way. Yeah, because when, when you go to counseling, you gain you gain um a lot of tools. Like I can speak from experience. Like I gained a lot of tools to you know when problems do arise in my marriage. My first thing is not to run. Like my first instinct is like, okay, how can we tackle this? Go get your, go get your book from out the cabinet. I'm going to go get my book. You write down all your answers. I'm going to go into the room, write all my answers down. We're going to come back and collect. Like, and before I was just breaking TVs when I got married. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, and I, was, I shut down and stuff like that. So I need to 
find ways that I don't do that and don't, you know, internalize things. I overthink a lot. So, you know, counseling will help me not do those things or figure out other ways to cope with whatever's going on and be proactive about it. Like Janae said, don't do it just because something's hurting or you, you went through some trauma. All right, guys. So it has been great. I am so sad that the time has gone because I feel like it's so much more that we can say because the time is so big, right? It's so long and we could go for days and days and days. Like, this is definitely a never-ending story. Yes. Media, so yes, talk about it if you guys like. Yes. So guys, please follow. Don't forget follow us on all our social media platforms. Like, subscribe, share. You know, get on that YouTube, hit that button, subscribe. Go on IG, hit that button, follow. Go on Facebook, boom, like that page. Go on Twitter, boom, follow that page. Show the love. Don't you? You know, come through for us. But thank y'all for tuning in. We really, really appreciate it. Thank you guys. You are awesome. And we look forward to seeing you guys next Wednesday. 830. Thank you guys. Questions with Queens is a personal podcast geared towards mature audiences of 18 years or older. Questions with Queen podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Any views or opinions represented in this podcast belong solely to Questions with Queens and do not represent any institution or organization that the owners may or may not be associated with in professional or personal capacities. Any views or opinions are not intended to slander or offend any race, creed, religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, or individual.